Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology today. I'm so grateful to be here with you. I'm so thankful to be your host. Glad you're here. We're going to be comparing a chart done by K.A. Kitchen um, and Alfred Horth as well. Both wonderful archaeologists, let's just say that. And also some information from Thorkold Jacobson from the Journal of Biblical Literature. And I'm accessing all this on pages 210 and 211 of the Popular Handbook of Archaeology in the Bible by Holden Geisler. Many of you probably are tired of me mentioning that, but it's such a great book, and I've just chosen. It's just so... It helps keep the course and to make sure we get the latest in biblical archaeology and its thoroughness too. Just kind of use textbooks. I, I did the archaeology for the Premier Study Bible, and then we went through the archaeology of the Open Bible, the Thompson Chain, which is phenomenal in its archaeology, and a lot of forgotten archaeology in there too. And so then we came to this book, and we've got some other uh, books and Bibles, like the Archaeological Study Bible, the Cross-Cultural Study Bible, and a ton of books. That uh, we just plan it just again. And so we normally read some from the book and then just comment as we go. So let's get started again. Thanks for being here. It's a wonderful chart. So this is the differences of Mesopotamian and Genesis flood accounts. The Mesopotamian is earlier. Um, the Genesis was written in the 15th century BC. Of course, it records events from the 24th century BC. The Mesopotamian is mythological tone with some history. The Genesis is a historical negative without mythological tone. The Mesopotamian account is polytheistic or anatheistic in its worldview. Of course, the Genesis is monotheistic. The Mesopotamian is the gods are arbitrary and ill-tempered. In Genesis, God is unchanging, patient, and moral. The Mesopotamian view is the focus upon gaining immortality or survival. In Genesis, the focus is upon abolishing evil, so it's moral. I like how that's phrased, by the way. Mesopotamian, origin man is rigid. Genesis, originally man is good. But then, in the Mesopotamian, there's an optimistic view of existence. In Genesis, a pessimistic view of existence. In Mesopotamian, the problem is growing population and noise. When in the Bible, you know, it says be fruitful and multiply. And in Genesis, the problem is sin and wickedness. Mesopotamian literature, the solution to the problem is government or king. In Genesis, it's the right relationship with God. In Mesopotamian literature, it's exaggerated antediluvian lifespans. Possibly, if it's translated correctly. In Genesis, believable antediluvian lifespans. In Mesopotamian literature, the survivor is the hero of the story. In Genesis, God is the hero of the story. Three more differences we'll look at. Um, the survivor becomes divine or immortal in the Mesopotamian. In Genesis, the survivor is rebuked and chastised. In Genesis 9, for drunkenness. Mesopotamian survivor uh, offer sacrifice of appeasement. In Genesis, survivor offer sacrifice of thanksgiving. 
in the Mesopotamian, the last difference, the land was replenished by gods. In Genesis, the land was replenished by human activity. So, again, on the surface, a lot of similarities. The deeper dive you go, it becomes clear that Genesis is the primary story and records a historical event. And it's indelibly put on the focus and loci of mankind. Even the ancient Chinese writing um, refers to Genesis, great book on that about Chinese writing in Genesis. So God bless you, and I hope to do a podcast on that sometime. If I haven't already, I need to do another one. We'll talk with you later. Thanks for being with us. Invite your friends, family, pray for us, and uh, invite your church family, and let's just see God's word and glory cover the earth. In Jesus' name, we'll talk with you later. Bye-bye.